Sitter snippets are sponsored by Rene Jack Nussbaum, Lila Nishmas, Adol Bas, Yehuda Tzvi. We find ourselves in the home stretch of Ashrei. We're up to the Pasuk, the very powerful Pasuk of Eneichol Elecha Yisaberu, V'yatana Sein Lahem, Esachlam Bi'ito. The eyes of all turn to you with hope. Yisaberu, we await you. We turn to you with a sense of hope. Rav Schwab says Yisaberu comes from the word Savar, like we say, Savrei Maranan, we ask for permission. Yisaberu Savar, we turn to Hashem for permission for what? Yatano Sein Lahem Esachlam Bi'ito. Hashem, the Ribbonashton, the Almighty, is the one who gives us all that we need. But He doesn't just provide everything that we need. He does something even more special. He does something even more special, even more incredible, which is He gives it Bi'ito in its right time. When we need it, in the measure that we need, to the degree that we need it. The Radak points out the word is that the eyes of all turn to Hashem. That word kol, which is a prominent, dominant word in Ashrei. We'll get to it more as we finish Ashrei. But that word kol, what was it, who, to whom is it referring? So the Radak says, even animals look to God. Even animals realize that they're not independent, but they depend on the Almighty, His graciousness and His goodness. If an animal realizes it relies on others, then all the more so, it's incumbent on us. The Gemara in Ksubas on Daf Samach Zayin Amad Beis notes a uh, grammatical anomaly. The Pasuk says, You give them, Lahem is the plural, Bi'ito. What should it say? Bi'itam. In their time. You give them their food in their time. It should say Bi'itam. Why does the Pasuk say Bi'ito? The Gemara tells a story of somebody who was asked about the delicacies they were indulging in. Is it right to rely on the community? And he said, look, it's not the community. It's the Almighty. And he quoted this difference. It doesn't say bi'itam, that God generically gives everyone the same thing. But it says bi'ito, the greatness of Hashem, is that He gives everyone what they need. And He doesn't just give us what we need, but He gives it to us in the right time. Which means that we should have a sense of confidence and a sense of appreciation. That even when we have what we perceive is too little, we take the initiative, we make the effort to get more, but we should have the satisfaction and the confidence to know that whatever we have is by design what we were meant to have by Hashem, by Hashem, bi'ito. The fact that it doesn't say bi'itam as if generically we all get the same portion given at the same time, but rather it's the subjectivity. Kaddish Baruch Hu provides what we need when we need it. And he provides to different creatures at different times what they need. Some at night, others in the day, some solid, some liquid, some in large portion, some in small portion. Hashem provides us all what we need. Rabbi Nebach, writes in the Shara Bitachon, the word Ochlam sounds like a small portion. It's not, it's not a all-you-can-eat buffet. It's not an endless smorg. It's Ochlam, it's the portion we need, and it's Bito, it's in the time that we need it. Vigdim Miller Zetzal explains that HaKadosh Baruch Hu preserves that same thing even today. See, the Pasuk says, We all, the eyes of all hope to you. And then, Kaddish Baruch always designed the world in such a way that we would appreciate that whatever we have is not everlasting. It's temporary. So we understood that in the time that the man descended from heaven, miraculously, it would have been much more efficient for the man to fall in mass. And we would have a portion. It would be like a Costco version of man. You'd have enough to last the week, the month, the year. Why did it have to fall every day and you have to go through the effort to collect it every single day? So that was by design because the Kodesh Baruch Hu wanted us to go out and collect it and realize, I only know I have enough for today. How do I know I'll have enough for tomorrow? I don't. To whom do I turn to and rely? 
to whom do I depend upon? Built in to the very mechanism and schedule with which the man fell was a reinforcement of our emunah and bitachon, of our faith and trust that Hashem is the one who will give it. What was true for the man, he says, is true for all food. Food spoils and it rots. It gets old, it decays, it gets stale, it becomes inedible. So from the fact that the food has to be eaten in a certain amount of time, we know whatever's in my pantry, whatever's in my home, despite the preservatives and the attempts today aside, but it has a shelf life. It will expire. It won't last forever. And therefore, be'ito, it's for a set time, and then I know it will disappear. You know, the halacha is that when we eat, when you make a bracha before eating, you're not supposed to leave the food on the table, or you're not supposed to have it on the counter and you're walking. You're supposed to hold the food that you're making the bracha on. If you're a righty in your right hand, if you're a lefty, you hold it in your left hand. The exception is bread. When you make hamotzi on bread, which hand do you hold it in? Okay. No one's had bread here ever before. The halacha is you hold it with both hands. And why do you hold it with both hands? The Shulchanach or Achaim, Simen Kuf Samach Zayin Siv Dalad tells us, we hold it with both hands. Why? You want all ten fingers on the bread. And what's the significance of all ten fingers holding that bread while we make the bracha before we're about to break that bread and sustain ourselves? So the bracha of Hamotzi itself has ten words corresponding with our ten fingers holding the bread. But the Shulchanach says, because the Pasuk says, it's ten words. Our Pasuk has 10 words, and we're supposed to think about, when we hold that bread with our 10 fingers, we think about those 10 words, that Hashem, our eyes turn to you, and I have the bread right now. Today the bread is edible. If I leave it till tomorrow, it'll rot, it'll spoil. Be'ito, in its time. But just like I have what to eat today, I have confidence that I will have what to eat tomorrow as well. Lastly, the Chavetz Chaim points out that there's a grammatical shift between the last Pasuk and this one. Pasuk before, Somech Hashem Lachol and Aflim is written in grammatically in what person? Somech Hashem. Hashem lifts all those who are fallen. Vizokif, and He makes all those bent over upright. What, what person is it written in? This is not highly participatory tonight. See, so you're all still recovering from Yantif. Third person. We talk about Hashem, thank you, in third person. Hashem, you lift everyone up. And all of a sudden now we have a shift. To you we turn our eyes. And you give everyone what we need in its time. So the Chavetz Chaim says, why the shift? And he refers us to the Gemara at the beginning of Tainus, which tells us that while Hashem, through his agents, interacts with us, he gave us the keys to the world. We're able to control, conquer, manipulate, have access to the whole world. But there are three things that he holds on to that he does directly himself. And one of those keys is he sustains us. He provides for us. He doesn't do that through an emissary or an agent. He does it directly himself. Why is it so? Says the Chavetz Chaim. If Kodesh Baruch Hu assigned it to an agent, an agent would have to fulfill their agency. And there'd be no flexibility. The agent couldn't show any kindness or compassion. An agent would give whatever we deserve according to the rules of strict justice. Whatever we're entitled to, whatever we've earned, whatever we merit. And many of us, most of us, some of us, if truth if evaluated so strictly and so stringently, wouldn't qualify for much. So Hashem holds those keys Himself because as our loving Father, as our Father in Heaven, by holding those keys Himself and sustaining us directly, not through an agent, He has the ability to bend the rules. He has the ability to provide to us generously and magnanimously. He can be gracious in the portions that He gives. So the Chavetz Chaim says, that's why when it comes to these other things, it's third person. 
But when it comes to sustaining us, it's first person, it's second person rather. Einechol eilecha, to you in second person. Viata, and you in second person. Because that relationship with Hashem, when it comes to our sustenance and what we have, it is a direct relationship. It's an intimate and close relationship. We should feel His presence in our life and we should turn to Him for more sustenance.